it as a relief not to wake up every day and find that the president had said something inflammatory and created problems for the rest of the government. Another member of parliament said that before Ahmadinejad thinks of coming back, he has to clear his name from corruption, pointing to charges of misappropriation of public funds by him and his government. The former president first came to power with the sound backing of the supreme leader Ayatollah Ali Khomeini, according to Ali Saida. Khamenei's representative in the Revolutionary Guard Corps, the Revolutionary Guard engineered the elections, bringing out the votes for him by mobilizing the guards and the Basij militias, and by supporting hardline junior clerics who were dispatched far and wide to campaign for him. There were indications at the time that the Supreme Leader's office and particularly his son Mustafa were also actively but quietly encouraging a vote for Ahmadinejad. There was a strong suspicion of election fraud even when he was first elected in 2005. But he lost the support of both the Supreme Leader and the Revolutionary Guard in his second term in office, when at times he publicly clashed with Khomeini, particularly over his attempted sacking of the intelligence minister Hedar Moslehi in April 2011, something Khomeini opposed. In protest, Ahmadinejad refused to turn up at the office for 11 days. Another source of tension with the Supreme Leader was his proposed choice for the first vice president, Esfandiar Rahim Mashahi, who held unorthodox views on Islam and proved capable of leading the president astray ideologically. Ahmadinejad and Mashahi belonged to a sect of fervent believers of the early return of the Mahdi, the missing twelfth imam who many Shias believe will return one day to establish peace and justice on earth. Ahmadinejad and Mashahi also began to propagate a nationalist brand of Shiism that was at odds with the leaders and the establishment's brand of Islam. Ahmadinejad may know that he is unpopular in the halls of power, but he senses an opportunity. The next presidential elections will most likely focus on the issue of how much Iran has benefited from the nuclear deal that led to the lifting of sanctions against Iran. In their criticism of Rouhani, The hardliners have argued that he gave up Iran's most prized possession, the nuclear program, for virtually nothing. They have Khomeini on their side, as well as the Revolutionary Guard, the Judiciary, and many other centers of power. Rouhani has a difficult task ahead if he is to show how Iran has benefited under his administration and as a result of the nuclear deal. The benefits from the lifting of sanctions have been slow in coming. Unemployment is rampant, business is slow, and trade with the outside world remains stagnant. Iran is still recovering from banking sanctions that almost single-handedly broke its economy. Iran's access to trade in U.S. dollars remains blocked because of other sanctions related to its missile program, its deplorable human rights record, and its alleged support for terrorism. At the same time, however, Rouhani has managed to bring down inflation from soaring heights to a level under 10%. Iran is now largely rid of some of its worst sanctions. Oil exports have picked up. And importantly, he has injected a crucial dose of optimism into Iranian politics, which led to a poor showing for the hardliners in the most recent elections in March for Parliament and the Assembly of Experts. Several of the key hardliner figures were voted out, and they lost control of Parliament for the first time in 12 years. It was the latest indication that Iranians support moderation over the extremism that the hardliners embody. And for the hardliners, desperate times may require desperate measures.
Ahmadinejad has sensed that. He is the only hardline figure with any mass appeal. He still enjoys support among the poor in the rural areas across the country. During his time in office, he regularly traveled to provincial towns and villages and vowed to make improvements, although he delivered only on a fraction of his promises. He raised the salaries of the government pensioners, nurses, and workers. His ill-conceived plan to give every Iranian the equivalent of $40 per month in cash in lieu of some subsidies backfired on the economy by creating massive liquidity, but it boosted his following. Professor Sadek Ziba Kalam of Tehran University believes that Ahmadinejad can win 10 to 15 million votes even today. The hardliners, however much as they dislike him, cannot easily ignore this. They may have to eschew their pride and support his candidacy, said Ziba Kalam in newspaper interviews. However, 15 million.